1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because this program is lucky enough to go to over 25 countries at the moment, and people are listening to us in Australia and right across the world in, like I said, over 25 countries. And uh, the good thing about it, because it's being podcasted, people can hear it in their time zone so we used to only listen to it here in on mondays from two o'clock till three o'clock in the afternoon and people would have to be awake to hear it or try and hear it on their devices in other parts of the world but now you can actually thanks to ron from podcast city we can hear it anywhere you are in the world during your own time zone because we've had people wake up in the middle of the night just to have interviews with us and be able to talk to them. And unfortunately, it's really hard for all their friends to get up and listen to it. And once you hear a radio show, it's it's off and gone. And uh, sometimes people said, oh, you had a really interesting guest. And they said this, that and that. How do we hear them again? Or what did they say? And um, thanks to Podcast City, now people can just click it, hear it again. So you'll be able to tell all your friends to listen to this again. Now, today I've got a couple of very, very special guests, and I'm very excited to have them in here. But before I do that, I do want to say thank you so much to the people that sent me um, emails and text messages. I have had a couple of emails, Ron, as you know, I've had a couple of emails this week from people who've asked us about different programs that we've done in the past. And they said, if you were to put a combination of things, which were, you know, like you learn so much from different business people, because we asked the different business people what they do, why they do it, how they, how they started or what made them start. And if they were doing something different, what would they do today? And um, I just said to them, look, it's really easy now. You can just go back and listen to all our podcasts or listen to part of the podcast and they, they've just been so grateful that we have, are doing that. So thanks to you, Ron, um, they can do that. So, and we've had people start businesses overseas that people here said, oh, I started this business, that business, that business that didn't work for them, or it did for a little while, but they couldn't keep it going. And um, I've had quite a few people that said, oh, I listened to that idea that lady had or that idea that that guy had, and I started it here and it's working. So that's really good to know. So any idea that we have uh, comes, like I said, I'm a business consultant and I do that sort of work. But if you need help, give me a call. Or like I always say, if I can't help you, I'll know exactly who can, you know. And if there's something you are here on the program that you want to know more about, send me an email and uh, contact us through Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide and uh, I'd love to talk to you about it. Now, today I'm really excited because we've got Three guests in the studio today, and they are from the Sambo uh, Federation of Australia. Now, Sambo is uh, quite interesting because in Australia, it hasn't been going you know, that well. Not, not a lot of people know about it, but you guys have been doing it for a long time. And Sava is here. Sava is the president of the Federation of Australia and also New Zealand, yeah. I believe. So welcome to the program. Thank you. Now, of course, his uh, beautiful partner's here, Marina. So thank you, Marina, for coming as well.
2: Thank you, Peter. i not just a partner. I'm a oh, vice he's, president he's, of the federation as well.
1: Oh, good. That's good. I was about to mention that. Yep. <laughs> you know, so it's good that you're the president or the vice president of the association and you, you help a lot with the organisation of the yes, programming. Yes, much. All the programming. So thank you for coming in as well. And, of course, we've got a, a young man here, Byron. So, Byron, thank you also for coming in. Now, we'll find out more about all the things that you do as well in a minute. But, Sabah, tell us a little bit about it. You're from a Russian background. uh, What is it? Kakistan? Where is it you come from?
3: I don't know. I I was born in Poland and lived everywhere and live lived all Middle over Middle Asia and Russian in yep. Federation, Czech Republic. everywhere. Yep.
1: Good, good. So it's really the Eastern Bloc countries, we'll yeah. say. <laughs> okay. So you've had a lot of experience living over there. Now you're here, and you've started this federation here in Australia, and you teach this Sambo. Now Sambo, for the people that don't know, tell them what it is, or what sort of, how do you explain what it is? Okay, some people think what Samba just,
3: this is dancing, it's <laughs> <This laughs> not dancing. <laughs> samba not is very, very popular uh, martial arts now because mm-hmm. more Russian people who have foundation Samba mm-hmm. winning now in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Fedor Emelianenko, this is a top leader Samba group. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about Samba?
1: Samba, this Russian martial arts... It's a form Star. of it's a form of wrestling though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. some people call it wrestling. You know, it's more judo, s- 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 jiu-jitsu, s- all those sort of things rolled into one.
3: S- some have free qualification, I think officially. Yeah. Combat sambo. This is more similar like MMA because we use it punching, kicking, mm-hmm. and grappling. Right. Uh, sport sambo more similar like combination jiu-jitsu, technique on the floor and. Things mm-hmm. like judo, maybe, yep. and uh, beach samba. This new style, in very interesting samba on the beach. Yeah, more similar like like judo, maybe. I don't yep. know. But yeah,
1: the, the, the thing that you know, like I said, when you're trying to explain something like a martial arts, it's always hard to explain because they're jujitsu, karate, and uh, all those other things that we sort of know about are similar in got some moves which are similar i feel you know i mean boxing is is straight punching and stuff like that then they've got cage fighting and now the, you're allowed to kick fighting and uh, you know punching and kicking and and uh, it's totally different but it's incorporated a lot of other bits into it hasn't it
3: yeah this is all yeah. o- story this is all story what is the martial arts better yeah you know different different martial arts uh, karate boxing and UFC answer is all question. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> UFC put it all together in a cage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or in a ring, yeah. So, now, Marina, what is your role? Now, Samba or Sambo here, it's S-A-M-B-O. So, it sounds like, the, like you said, the Samba dancing or something like that. But this is not a dance. This is a martial art or a form of uh, uh, combat sport, isn't it? Yes, it is.
2: Uh, sambo, why it's Sambo from Russian sambo will translate as samo bez which means self defense without weapon okay so actually that's capital letters standing for russian abbreviation yep. of, of the name samo okay. bez so that means self defense without weapon and it originated in tsar times so mm-hmm. very very long ago and for a long time sambo been forbidden not forbidden it's what a hidden technique a special technique of uh, special forces in russia okay and um interesting thing is just after perestroika uh, sambo knowledge starting leaking mm-hmm. to the population and right. if you know much about judo yes these days sambo russian sambo in russia mm-hmm. is very similar to what is judo for japan
1: for the japanese yes so it's
2: a traditional <laughs> russian martial art and it's the russian pride it's russian sport and i would say a lot of russian people do Sambo. Mm-hmm. Um, Sambo is a part of the school curriculum in yep. many, 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 many schools. Yes. And um, one of the main disciplines in bringing up children, very similar to judo culture in Japan.
1: Okay. Now, some people might ask, oh, what are we talking about this as a martial arts or a self-defense or whatever? But this month in, uh, in Adelaide and in Australia, it's called Mental, Men- Mental Health Month. So... Um, the last couple of weeks, we've had hypnotherapists on, we've had different coaches on to help people get over their phobias, their anxiety, and all those sort of things. So that's what we spoke about, and their businesses. So what, what I'm interested in also is the fact that you've been doing this as a business, and you're running it as a business now, and you're trying to do it. And Marina, you mentioned that in Russia, they teach it at schools. Now, I know for a fact that any physical activity that you do is very good for anxiety. It's very good for your self-esteem. It's very good for your self-confidence. It's very good for personal growth and, and experiences. Exactly. So all those benefits, I can see, would be beneficial to anybody who wants to learn or wants to participate in this. Now, I did go past one class that you guys were running, and I noticed there was Girls in the class. There was guys in the class. There was older men and and younger people. So I, I can see that this would be good for everybody. Hundred percent. Yeah. So so um, the
2: good thing about samba is that the program can be adapted to pretty much any age and physical ability. So oh, the techniques can be ver- can vary from very basic and very uh, simple to very high level and high performance athletes. Mm -hmm. So we can adapt the program according to what who we have on the floor, Mm -hmm. who we have on the mat. And I would say our clubs were very welcoming, and uh, we do not judge. And anybody, anybody with any issues, are welcome in our club. Mm -hmm. And I would say we helped many, many guys and girls and boys to build their self esteem, to build their self confidence. Yes, that's what I see. To become better. Yes. In life, and to perform better and to
1: feel better. Fair enough. Well, look, we, we have Byron here. So, Byron, how long have you been involved with this martial arts? Well, or how long have we been? A few months, yeah. few years. <laughs> some I would time.
2: say I would say a few years. Yeah. Yeah. He's been involved in martial arts for yes. a very, very long time. He's a professional in all different yes. types of martial arts. By the way, I would say a couple of years yeah. he's been with us.
1: So you've you've learned a lot of other martial arts and other self defense techniques, and now you're yeah. doing your teaching or helping with this samba?
4: Yeah, I, I started with a kendo and judo background. Mm-hmm. So uh, kendo was when I was about ten years old. Right. I started that. Um, moved on to a variety of other martial arts while still training that. Mm-hmm. Um, did some judo while I was in Japan. Um, also trained kendo there, and yeah, eventually came you know, came and found sambo and taken a very strong sort of uh, attraction and liking to it.
1: Yeah. Oh, good on you. Good on you. Now, the the point is that I heard from Sava previously that, and Marina were talking about going to uh, Europe and performing and presenting over there or competing over there and also uh, representing Australia in the Olympics. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So this is now an Olympic sport that they're going to be competing in the Olympics?
2: So the International Federation of Samba. Mm-hmm has got a permanent position permanent permanent recognition by the international olympic committee
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that means that samba sport can be included into the list of olympic games anytime okay so next olympic games i think samba will give it a miss mm-hmm. as it's just too short notice and but it's a plan that in uh, united states in atlanta yep. when the olympics are held then yep. uh, samba will be presented there and okay. We really hope that when it comes to Brisbane Olympic Games in 2032, then we have Samba presented at its fullest on these Olympic Games. And we work on that now. So we get in the team, we complete the team, we start training from early age Mm -hmm. to get ready for these Olympic Games.
1: Wow. So uh, what's the age limit that they can go to the Olympics? Is there like an age limit for that or is it just a... I'm not too sure how that works, so, (laughs) you know.
2: I would say there is no age limit to go to Olympics. So Mm -hmm. you can go as early as 14 and then you can go as old as 65. It just depends on your physical abilities, your self-confidence.
1: Yes, and whether you win. And whether you win,
2: yes, of course, because there will be a selection process to represent the country on the
1: Olympics. Now, you were saying that you were going over to, is it Pakistan or somewhere like that? You were going to Russia to compete?
2: That was Tashkent. Ah, this is Uzbekistan.
1: Uzbekistan. Yeah. Uzbekistan, sorry. This Uz-
3: November, and I'm preparing now Australian team who yes. represented our country for
1: world competition. Yes. In Uzbekistan. In Uzbekistan. So in Uzbek- After two months. <laughs> in two months' time. <laughs> less than two months. October now. Yeah. So in less than two months, one and a half or whatever. So at the end of November, you'll be competing up there. Yeah. Hopefully, we can all fly over there. <laughs> <laughs> but if we can, so how big a team do you need to go over, or how many? Uh, are all the people that you have are that mostly South Australian, or in other parts of Australia as well?
3: I prefer I prefer represent our state because I yep. I live here. Yes. And but this Corona time, this interesting time, yes. because I can preparing my team, but maybe other state yeah. have much. Much better yeah. athletes, do you know? Yes. We're we'll talking about who can represent it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm preparing just now.
1: So you're preparing the South Australian group here. Yeah, yeah. But has, um, like, now you, Byron, you've been preparing for this as well to go over there? Oh. Uh, or not?
4: Maybe, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's sort of looking into it. And
2: um, usually there there is a selection process yes. to go to the international championship. Yes. Just because due to the COVID restrictions, we're not that's able to hold any
1: competitions. Any competitions. Yeah,
2: that's yes, makes Yes, and good and bad thing about Sembo <laughs> and us being established and recognized as interne- as the uh, s- as a Australia Federation. Mm-hmm. So w- in two thousand in t- two thousand nineteen, we got recognized by the international federation in November. So just right. before COVID hit yes. the system, <laughs> and that was good and bad about it yeah. at the same time. So. We had, um, we had to go through that lo- all that lockdowns and work uh, considering all that restrictions.
1: Okay. We're going to take a break, uh, but we'll come back right after this, and we'll talk a bit more about the Before. restrictions and how it's affected everybody. Yep. So thanks, Ron. Over to you.
2: Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250-gram bag of freshly roasted
1: coffee beans.
2: You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm
1: Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, I'm Jamie Lemura. And I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative
4: Camber, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide.
0: Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world.
4: Negative Camber, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM.
2: Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce.
1: Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Soleno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Yes, now, thank you. Thank you very much. And please, like I keep saying, support the people that support us. We need your support and uh, we love to give you our support. We are here. Radio Italia Uno is giving some really, 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 really good specials for uh, advertising. So if you want to advertise anything between now and, and Christmas, any product or your service, get in touch with Radio Italia Uno. You'll be surprised how we are helping all the people in South Australia to sell their products and services. Now, of course, at the moment, we're talking about SAMBO. SAMBO is uh, the Federation of Australia, which is a martial arts type of thing. It's an activity that uh, anybody can do for fitness and health but more importantly, because this month and this is uh, Mental Health Month, it's important to get out there and do some activities to to, you know, to move, to shake and the rest of it. And a lot of people during this COVID, mums, dads, children, or everybody, even people from businesses, have suffered so much from anxiety, depression, you know, and a whole lot of stuff like that. And it's affected their self-esteem. It's affected their confidence. And doing a martial art or a A physical sport such as this one would give you all this confidence and all this ability. Now, we have Marina here with us, who is the president or the CEO of the company organising it all. We have Sava here, who is the president of the federation And he has been teaching this for many, many years. And there are three or four clubs. And we also have uh, young Byron here who's been doing martial arts, several different forms of martial arts. And now the last couple of years he's been doing this sambo. So, uh, Byron, I'll come to you now and I'll just say what attracted you to this one? Because you've learned all the others or a few of the others. What do you find is much different about this one?
4: Yeah, so initially I came to Samburg because I started dating my Russian partner, and yes. I thought it would be a good idea to get some language immersion yes. <laughs> um, by going there. But on my first session, you know, firstly it's a warm, quite a warm environment, mm-hmm. which is really important for me because you go to a lot of martial arts clubs and it's a bit of an intimidating sort of cold setting. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of sizing you up and down. The members who were new are now looking like you, like you're <laughs> the next victim for them. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get that sense as soon as I walked through the door. Right. I, I really um, sort of appreciate the sort of hands on approach to training. You're not sitting in a circle and talking for hours. You're actually getting to practice techniques over mm-hmm. and over again. And then it, when advice is given to you, it's short, sharp, and sweet. And you just understand what you need to do immediately. It's not like a million steps. So I guess the way that you train would yes. be the would be the first thing. I feel like I'm actually getting sort of value for time. Yes, that's important because uh, I know yeah.
1: that... Uh, <coughs> I mean, I actually went to a couple of different classes in the past and and I know that I went to a... I think it was called a, a Taekwondo sort of class and we were all standing in line and the teacher's out the front showing somebody and I couldn't see what he was doing anyway because there was like 10 people in front of me and I, either side of me and I had to stand to decide to see what was happening. Plus, by the time he showed somebody, it took a long time for for me to come and even try the move. You know, and by the time yeah. I came to do it, I'd forgotten what he had showed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's interesting you say that you get to participate straight away. You get to uh, do it. Yeah, technique
4: shown, mm-hmm. and then you need to do it immediately. And another thing is, I've done a lot of tradition with Japanese martial arts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the prerequisites for the techniques are stand here, put your arms in this exact position, yes. do this, make this situation that sort of accommodates what I'm about to do to you. Yes. And this surprised me at first, but I came to Sambal and I'm working with Saba and he would say, oh, this leg's forward or this hand's here." Okay, no problem. And then he'll chuck you anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't matter. And, and that always really impressed me. Or yeah. he'd, he'd get me to try a technique. And yes. this is something that I really appreciated as well, is I didn't do it quite exactly how it would asked, but... And most of the time, I get it wrong. But sometimes, if I still got him on the ground, he'd go, "Okay, maybe that's still a way." And I mm-hmm. think for a lot of martial artists, their ego gets in the way of seeing a technique or seeing how someone's performing a technique for their body yes. on someone else of a different body shape. Yes. And they they think, "Oh, that's not how I said it." They're challenging me. Mm. Whereas one thing I've noticed about um, classes at Samba when I go there, it's it's more adaptive. They're more yep. willing. We're more willing to work with different shape sizes and and sort of ways of doing techniques.
1: Well, I I know for myself, I mean, years and years ago, I used to get picked on all the time. People used to bash me up all the time. And I very quickly learned how to fight, you know, how to defend myself. And then I had uh, two elder brothers, so we used to support each other all the time. So I got confident because I'd say, I'd hit somebody, run up and say, quick, quick, help me, help me, help me. My big brother would protect me, you see. But because my big brother was there, I felt really cocky. And I felt, yeah. you know, comfortable, <laughs> you know. So, but, you know, when I went to high school, there, people were still picking on me because that was a different school. You know, I went to a different school. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. And they started picking on me. As soon as they found out that I was doing boxing, as soon as they found out that I was, you know, I was very, very good at boxing, you know, nobody picked on me anymore. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking... Damn, now that I know how to fight, nobody wants to fight. So that's what I'm saying to anybody out there. Don't be afraid. You know, this is not like we're going to teach your kids to be bullies. You know, this has actually stopped the bullying. I believe that this will stop a lot of people being bullies and also stop other people being bullied because they build up their own confidence, their own self-esteem. So that's why I'm encouraging. It's interesting that you've got um, two or three different clubs. There's a club at Marion, which is at the Marion centre there on Oakland's Road, uh, south of the city. There's one in the hills at Mount Barker, so you've got a class up there, and you've got a class in Salisbury as well, in the northern suburbs. So, you know, there are people, like in three different parts of the town, you know, you know, south, east and, and north, that they can come to your classes. So do you run all these classes yourself, Saba, or do you have other perf- teachers?
3: I organise seminar. Yeah and visit to different class and every time looking what people doing yes. correctly a little bit technique yeah correctly technique and organizing competition yep. for all members yep. regularly yeah uh, but now i'm really busy because byron helped me with south australia yes i visited to different <coughs> states mm-hmm. and looking what people doing there
1: oh good now, obviously, unfortunately, because of COVID, it makes it impossible <laughs> to travel, you know, and we, we stay away from Victoria. <laughs> the, the poor buggers there have been locked up more than anybody else in the world. But the, the point is that we're about to open all the borders at the end of this month or beginning of November. Sometime in the middle of November, we'll have all the borders open, so they tell us. So that would make it easier. But you've got a major competition coming up in Adelaide. Is that right, Marina? When, where is that?
2: Uh, so that's not a uh, literally Samba competition, that our just our networking oh, okay. skills, where yeah. we m- managed to talk to one of the great promoters in South Australia, mm-hmm. whose name is Craig, and he was willing to take Samba as a part of his, his Diamond Black Cage oh, competitions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Samba will get included into these um, uh, five competitions on the 25th. 20 f- 20 f- 21st of November. 21st, uh, okay. Which should be really great. Mm-hmm. I like I'm assuming it will be a great show. Yep. And interesting that combat sambo rules, they're very similar to MMA. So I would even say sembra, combat sambo is MMA, but we just wear protection gear. Yep. So we wear helmet. Uh, gloves and shin pads to protect the fighters from any injuries, Mm. any potential injuries so that makes Sambo a bit safer than MMA but at the same time it doesn't make it less strong or aggressive
1: or strength or whatever but obviously the the whole idea is for the physical activity to get people moving to get people interested to get the young kids and uh, any older person to like me (laughs) just to move (laughs) muscles and you know and like you say, but I, I came along to the class uh, that you ran at Marion there and I noticed that the, the young girls were doing the, the move as quick as the, the, the young boys or the older boys, you know, and the couple of the guys that were there. And, and like you said, Byron, um, not all of them got the exact foot or the right leg But the fact is they still rolled and tumbled and still got the person on the ground.
4: Yeah, they're taught not to panic Yes, um, or not to go, oh, just because I don't have that foot there, I can't go through
1: or or Mm. to freeze. So, yeah. That was something that I was actually quite impressed with because the fact is, like you said, you can show them the move and immediately they can do it. And even if they don't get it exactly right, they they grab the wrong foot or the wrong hand, they can still manage to twist and pull the person down. And that's the aim of the the whole thing is to disarm the other person. And Marina, like you said, it's the Russian martial arts of without weapons.
2: Yes, it's without weapons. Mm. I just want to come back a little bit to the mental health you mentioned. Yes. Uh, We've been running martial arts classes here in Adelaide for more than seven years. Mm -hmm. And I would say I saw the improvement in mental health and mental well-being and as well as physical abilities mm-hmm. of many, many, many children and adults yes. through our classes. Uh, we have few guys who literally approached me and they said, like, you know, I've never felt this good mm-hmm. after training with you for half a year. But I would say that will require you a bit of dedication. Mm-hmm. You don't need, don't have to miss the trainings. So you have to attend. And that's another thing that the team you work with Uh, builds you up as well. So that's this team spirit helps you a lot to go through difficulties in your life.
1: Well, I think that's the same with any team spirit or any football team or rugby, you know, sports, any sports team, whether it's basketball, netball, whatever sport it is, you know, volleyball, whatever. If you're working with a team and you're running, you know, you run by yourself, you can train. You know, if you're a boxer, you shadow box, you know, like this, it's good fun, you know, you don't get hurt. But you have at some stage you have to train with somebody else who's going to throw a punch at you. And these people that I see that train on a punching bag all the time and they're really strong and they build up all their muscles. But when they get into the ring... And the punching bag starts hit punching back. All of a sudden, they go, ah, can't handle it. Okay, time's up. We've got to take another break. Gee, this is going fast. It is. Time for Thank me. you, Ron. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble. Caesar stone. Unique stone. Granito. Marmo. Caesar stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone benchtops
2: to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent
1: Holden Hill. Call us now. 82-66-2280. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on. Keste facin?
2: Yo. Chiamo adesso.
0: When you enter Chiera & Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade young, iconic South Australian business is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business, Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store or call 828-333-155. That's 828 15 Welcome to the family. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.
2: Radio Italia Uno Sito internet
4: www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram
1: Radio Italia Uno You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Yes, thank you very much. And I just want to say thank you to all our sponsors of the radio station and of this show. Of course, we are always looking for uh, new sponsors for this radio show, so Happy Business Radio. If you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know as soon as possible and we'll put you on the program. And, of course, please support the people that support us, anybody that's uh, advertising their products, sales or services, go and check them out. And we will. We are here to help you promote anything that you've got to promote as much as possible between now and Christmas. We really want to help every South Australian business to fast track out of COVID and make sure we have a fantastic period between now and Christmas. But we're talking with three very special guests here today. We've got uh, young Byron, we've got Sava here and Marina. And Sava and Marina are the president and uh, co-president or um, of the Samba Federation of Australia and New Zealand. Samba is a martial arts or self-defense technique. And Marina, what did you say? It was a uh, martial arts without weapons. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: So literally, Solve that's self defense oh. without weapons. It's translated from Russian. Self defense. So, yep. sambo Russian letters. They state yep. they stay there for self defense without weapon. Yep.
1: So it's really like a a Russian military training. Um, yes, the, it was. Yeah, uh, special forces, military training. And at the moment on, on the television in Adelaide, they, they've got special SAS training and SAS uh, program. So people like to watch that program. And uh, this is a similar thing that a lot of the uh, Russian Secret Service or special services learnt how to self-defend. Yes, you know? that's correct. Yeah. And, so. and it's interesting because during the break, you know, we don't be quiet in here. We just keep talking. But I guess, <laughs> you know, we, we've got to let, let the um, uh, commercials run. So while they're running, we were talking to Byron. And Byron, you were mentioning as well as about the many benefits of this Samba and, and how you have um, uh, can tell us about the mental benefits of that.
4: Yeah, I can't talk for obviously every single Samba yes. club in the entire world. But particularly how we were trying to run the club and how I saw it being run when I first arrived was... Yeah, you see people coming and they've clearly had a bad day or they're stressed. And I've, I've had moments myself where I've come in and I've been like, oh my God, this week has just been ridiculous. And by the time you've, you've left, you know, people have talked to you like they've cared. You've, you've had good training partners who aren't there to hurt you. They're there to help you. And obviously you've gotten all the, you know, yes. the dopamine, everything that you've done from, <laughs> you know, actually uh, working out, working in your favor so that by the time you leave, you're you obviously... Almost well, a different person by yeah. the time you are. Well,
1: that. that's one of the benefits. I know I do laughter and laughter therapy. That's one of my things I've been doing for over 30 years. And I know that when people are depressed or when people are things, you have to change physically. And if you move, and, and as soon as you move your body, then the rest of it moves, you know. And, and, and so when you do any physical activity, you, you start to feel better right? So that's why I, I strongly, uh, you know, support what you're doing and that's why I've asked you to come on today to talk about this, particularly this month, which is Mental Health Month. But also, like Marina, you were saying there are a lot of other benefits, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence. You yes,
2: know. We, we saw that through the experience. We, we run the club for, Samba, particularly Samba Club, we for three years, and with martial arts, we've been busy for more than seven years mm-hmm. here in Enlade. And I could see uh, from experience a lot of different improvements in uh, kids' self esteem. Uh, some kids came to our club, they were bullied at school, but once they start training, they build their self confidence that they were not approached by these bullies anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's the thing you mentioned, mm. yep. Peter. That's so what I mentioned you, as well. You get that vibe when, and you get that confidence when just a look is enough for others to stay away from yep. you. They and do uh, you that's, anymore. You don't have to yeah. be aggressive. You don't have to attack. Yeah. That's simple as. And I would like, like to touch base. There are some other clubs where... Uh, they train and they get rewards and belts just for coming to the training mm-hmm. without actually learning. Yes. And that's what I found really concerning here in martial arts community in Australia, in Adelaide. Yes. Because it's, I found ev- it's even dangerous for kids and children and young adults as they build this false self-confidence. Yes. When they think that <coughs> they've got their black belt in some sort of martial art, but they're actually not. Well, that's Uh, what I
1: I mentioned, the fact that people that do boxing, for example, punch a a punching bag and they think because they're strong and they hit the punching bag really well, they think that they're going to be okay. They go into a fight, all of a sudden the punching bag's punching back at them you know, and they don't know how to defend themselves. They just know how to attack a punching bag. Anybody can attack a punching bag. But this this thing, uh, even the other day I was listening to another radio show and other people talking about it, even on television, they've been talking about participating in sport and you get a participating medal and the guys were saying will you stop it stop giving somebody a blue ribbon just for showing up you know why don't you just give the blue ribbon to the person who comes first across the line or who achieves something not just for standing up to be there there is a there is a call for that as well give them a pat on the back make them feel good make them feel comfortable give them all the all the propping up you need to do but then Enter them in a competition where they can see that they're competing, because otherwise we're going to end up with a whole lot of people who have never competed in anything and feel bad about themselves when they do lose, or they don't get the position, they don't get the the promotion, or you know that that's terrible. We're setting them up for failure. It is, you know. And some of the psychiatrists and psychologists that I was just listening to were saying how the best thing we can do for our children is to make them fail more. There was a sports person on on the radio the other day and listening to this uh, person and, and they go around all over the world. They travel all over the world doing motivational speeches and the rest of it. And they said, my father would never let me win. And I at the time I didn't like it, he said, but now I appreciate what he did for me because it was the fact made me try harder, made me go harder, made me at it a bit more. And because my father wouldn't let me win, I was more competitive with my brothers and my sisters and you know with other people. So I became more and more competitive. I wanted to win. That it created that winning desire to win. And by doing that, all of a sudden, we, we get better. Now in business, we talk about business and that's what this show is all about. It's about happy business, how to be happy in business. We talk to people and I talk to people all the time. I do coaching and, and counselling with people who don't go for the promotion and then they get mad that they didn't get it. And I said, well, hang on a minute. Did you tell the boss you wanted to be the leading hand? Did you tell the boss you wanted to be that promotion or whatever? No. No. Well, how are they supposed to know? The other three people did. That's why the other three people were considered. You weren't considered, you know. So it's interesting, you know, don't put your hand up. People don't know who you you even wanted to position, you know. And and this is, I'm very strong and I agree with you 100%, you know. (laughs) And that's why I said, uh, I wanted to bring you onto this show because it's a business as well. You've been running it as a business, you know. For the last seven years, you know, you guys have been working flat out to do this, you know, and that's what I I commend you for that, you know. I think you're doing a great job and and the fact that you're representing and eventually going to be representing Australia in the the Olympics, you know, I mean... (laughs) We did represent
2: Australia on the World Championship in 2019. And I would say that was not the first time when Australia was represented in Samba, but that was uh, the best result of Australia so far. Good. (laughs) In the International Championship (coughs) Mm -hmm. in Samba. And considering that we don't have a big community of Sambists here, that was a really great achievement. Now, there
1: are clubs, you were mentioning before, there are clubs in other states as well, isn't there? Yes, yeah.
2: that's what I mentioned before. Like yeah. During these COVID times, that was good and bad for us to establish <laughs> the Federation <laughs> just before it all hit the world. And... Um, but we managed to open the clubs yep. in Northern Territory, in uh, Western Australia, in Victoria, mm-hmm. in New South Wales, in Queensland. Yep. Queensland, I would say they have the biggest number of Sunbeasts at the moment. Oh, wow. And I would say their level is quite high mm-hmm. and their numbers is, are pretty good. Uh, New South Wales, of course, they are pretty good in numbers and in quality as well. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, due to COVID, oh, we can't compete. We can't compete. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we but can't w- compete.
3: This, this about uh, New, Zealand? The one,
2: yeah, New Zealand? New Zealand as well. Yes, even New and Zealand. We managed to open the federation there in New Zealand.
1: Yeah. So on the 21st of November, you're doing like a demonstration a competition, uh, competition, isn't it? It's not uh, demonstration. It's really it, a
2: demonstration. It, yeah, that's, that's the real yeah. fight. Yeah, that will yeah, be, that right. would be a real fight yeah. as a part of the diamond the program. Back, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. On the twenty-first.
1: All right. We're sure time's flying. We need to take another break.
2: So quickly. I know. That's what I said.
1: (laughs) Look, this is so interesting. I mean, because this incorporates the business side of things, incorporates the personal side of things, incorporates the mental health, the the anxieties. All these things that can be combined into this one sport, and that's what this really that's what this show's all about is to help people be happier in life and in business, especially. So we'll take a break and we'll come straight back. Thanks, Ron.
0: At Elders Insurance Adelaide East our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477 We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance Underwriting Agency Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment. Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit and distribute
2: your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 82123177 or go to podcastcity.com.au.
0: Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. That's Better, better for life. Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life
2: to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia
0: Uno, 87.6 FM.
1: You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much and thank you for listening to the program. It's been such an interesting program. We talk about happy business and how to be happy in business, but also it's so important because this month is Mental Health Month here in Australia and in South Australia in particular, but we're talking about how we can increase our mental health, we how we can increase our self-esteem and all these sort of things. And and this club, which is uh, the Federation of Australia, SAMBO, which is S-A-M-B-O. So you can look them up at sambo.org.au. That's sambo.org.au, org, O-R-G. So it's very easy to find. And uh, on their Facebook page, the Federation, Sambo Federation of Australia. And look them up. If you, of course, if you want to know more, Get in touch with me through Radio Italia Uno and Adelaide and we'll be able to give you the information and pass on. They've got classes for family classes. They've got individual classes. They've got advanced classes and, you know, for seniors and juniors and all the rest of it. And they've also got a whole lot of mixed classes. So you can go in and you can be on one end of the mat doing the basic training and at the other end of the mat, people flying across your head. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, look, Sabah, of course, I want to congratulate you on doing all the work you're doing. I admire the fact that you're working hard to bring a team to the Olympics in Brisbane and that and sort of thing. And uh, and of course, Marina helping you uh, very well. You've set up the Federation of Australia and New Zealand and you've got, in, in every state in Australia, you've got teams that are working on that. And I'm looking forward to next year when they can all get together and have a national competition and, and then represent us in the international competition in a big, big way. Yes,
2: us too. We're really looking forward to that time. Yeah,
1: I think it's great. Now, Byron, you were saying as well during the break that since you've been doing it and you don't like the idea of participating in getting a ribbon or something like that.
4: Well, you know, being involved in several martial arts growing up, I've I've got like four black belts and I would trade all of them in in a heartbeat to be part of a community like this earlier. Yeah where you're just there for good training partners. People aren't looking at your waist to see what colour belt you've got around it. They're looking yep. at you as basically another human being and how you can help each other train. Yep. Um, there's obviously this bit of a toxic obsession with... Sort of receiving something just for rocking up somewhere yeah. to feel a bit better, as opposed yeah. to just trying to, you know, foster a good relationship.
1: Good I hundred percent agree with you, and I, I believe that if the children especially come along and they get flipped over or rolled over or whatever, and then they get up and they can do it for to somebody else, that's wow. They feel great. They don't have to have a little blue ribbon to say, look, you came along tonight, thank you, or you came along for the month or the week. You know, the fact that they can toss somebody or the fact that they can roll without hurting themselves, that gives them self-confidence. That gives them self-esteem. That's what this is really all about. So for me, uh, you know, I don't agree in medals for participation. (laughs) I don't. You know, I'm I'm an old-school person. I believe that you have to compete and win, and it's not just because you're in the race. You yeah, know? the
4: conversation shifts from you've got this to you can do this, Yes, which I think is really important. And that's
1: the important part because as children, we grow up and we know I, I'm confident, I'm, I'm self-esteem, I, I can apply for this job, I can stand up and talk to somebody, I can go up and ask this lady for a dance, I can go up and ask this man, look, I think you're not paying me enough or I think we've you've done something wrong here or thank you very much and you go up and help somebody. You know, I... The other night I was talking to somebody at a function, and they said they saw this guy on the side of the road that it actually his wheel had come off the car, and he said I really wanted to go and help him. He said but I was too shy. Oh.
0: That's what he said. I was
1: too shy. I said the poor bugger had you know at his wheel to too right. shy to help. He was too shy to go and help him. He said he was afraid that the guy might have been mad at him or something, you know. And he's, and I said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, look, these days, I want to say thank you to you guys for coming in. I know that you are running classes now. You you do. Marion is on a, a Wednesday night. Is it Monday
4: and Monday, Wednesday,
1: Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday, and
3: Friday now because we're preparing uh, and Fridays. So you're doing boxing mo- technique. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you're doing Fridays, Mondays, Wednesday. and Wednesdays, and at Mount Barker, what? What days do they do up the there? Full time
3: because this is permanent club.
1: That's a permanent yeah. club, so they play regularly up yeah. there every night. So people in Mount Barker in that area can go up there regularly, and of course you've got the uh, a club Sol- at Salisbury. Salisbury.
3: Yeah, timetable in the, our website.
1: Yes, yeah, okay. So, so on if you l- if you go to the Samba Federation of Australia, it's Sambo S A M B O Federation of Australia. Uh, look them up on the website on their Facebook page, and you can. Um, have a look, and of course, if you want to know, just give me a call and I'll pass on the phone numbers. But I can give you one of the phone numbers here is plus six one four six nine nine five two two four two. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can ring us on that international number, and of course, look them up on your web pages. If you need any more information, get in touch with us here at Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide or through Happy Business Radio. It's been my pleasure to have you guys. Thank you, Ron, from Podcast City for making this possible for us to record it. Marina.
2: Thank you, Peter. Thank thank you you very much much for having us.
1: That was great. Thank you for coming in as well, Byron and Sarah. Thank you, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Now, you've got to say good night and goodbye to everybody in Russian. In Russian.
3: (laughs) До свидания. Всего хорошего.
1: And you can say it in whatever language you speak. See everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye.
0: You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.